Why must you be contrary? I am not being contrary. I just need to make sure that you're in the right place to start a show. We are both in the right place. We are both in New York City. What? The home of... of oh, of... man. I knew that that train was not going to France. <laughs> I, they told me France, and then... Did, got... you th- did you think you were in the channel? Well, I didn't know where I was. It was very dark, and I slept most of the way. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. We have a special guest today. We do. We have a special guest who should be calling in in about six minutes. It is a different special guest from our special guest before. <laughs> we got... <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, the we chord got of the week. People, Name that chord. People really seem to enjoy uh, the Jim Horn interview. Yeah, so we were we were guest stars on the Jim Horn show. That's exactly. Really what happened, That's really right? is what happened. Jim yeah. Horn should have his own show. He, he should. He should have a website. He should. He should, you know, have a website he where should. he, like, shares his thoughts and... Uh, right. I think he's going to have that. Really? That should be starting. Didn't he say October 15th? What's today? Today's October 13th. So maybe this week, the, the official New York Times crossword blog by Jim Horn. By Jim H. Horn. <laughs> Why was I going to say Jim H. Horn? And how did you know I was going to say that? <laughs> I can read your mind. <laughs> uh, by Jim Horn should be starting this week. Yes. Well, Provided everything goes well. Provided. He seemed to suggest that maybe that launch date was going to be kind of fuzzy. Yes. Fluid. Fluid? Fluid. Fluid and fuzzy? Fluid and fuzzy. Ew. Mm. It's like old grapefruit juice. (laughs) Very old. Very old. Very old. Yes. I haven't had grapefruit juice in a long time. I don't really like grapefruit juice. No. I like the ruby red grapefruit juice is better than just like normal grapefruit juice. You know who did like grapefruit juice? Juiced? Juiced. <laughs> you know who did like it? Who who did like it? Uh, you Rob- say it as if somebody has now who's no longer with us. I am. Oh, okay. If you would let me continue. I don't know if I will. Okay. Who? Robert Guillaume. Robert Guillaume. Robert Guillaume is dead. Yeah, Benson is dead. He is. Yes. When did he die? Five years ago. What? That's why Benson isn't on anymore. That's why Benson isn't. On. No, I knew he had a stroke. He oh, did he? He died also. I didn't know he had a stroke. Yeah, during sports night. You remember when he was on sports oh, night? Oh, right. Well, this is... Uh, yeah. He had a stroke. He missed like 10 episodes. Right, 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 and then right. he came back and they built it into the story that his character had had a stroke. He is now dead. Oh, that's really unfortunate. Yeah, Robert Keown was a good guy. He was. Opera singer. He was on Soap and he was on Benson. Well, Benson was a, a spin-off. A spin-off from Soap. Soap, yes, indeed. And, and he was I, on sports do, night, the best show of all time. We should do a blog about Soap. Okay. We should watch Why? every episode because it's a great show. It was a great show. It we should watch every episode and then we should do a podcast about it and do a blog. They used to do reruns of soap on the Comedy Channel years ago. I don't think they anybody is showing reruns right now. Well, soap used to play in syndication on the Comedy Channel, and that was that was how I ever saw it because I missed it the first time. Really? Around. I was too young for it the first time. Around. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I, when I, was it on? I saw it in syndication. Right. I mean, right. It was on in the mid seventies. Right. I saw it in the eighties at some point when it was on Channel Five. Oh. And it was on every day. And they you just... say Channel Five like I understand what Channel Five is. KTLA. Okay. Where are you from? Uh, Anaheim, California. Where am I from? Penobscot. <laughs> <laughs> Maine. 
Right. My Channel 5 and your Channel 5 were different things. Well, I didn't realize that at the time. No? Or else I would have called you. Oh, I wish you had. So let me know. <laughs> Meantime, I was watching some other show all day long. Speaking of blogging. Oh, dear. Uh, I think I've been doing it wrong. Really? I don't know how many people are watching the MLB playoffs, but there is a man named October Gonzo. Okay. Have you seen this guy? No, but when you say his name, your eyebrows went up. <laughs> that was really kind of, you're like, October Gonzo. <laughs> October Gonzo. Oh, I don't like that. Any, you haven't seen these commercials for October Gonzo? No. Anyway, he's blogging, and he's got this desk, and he's got these big screens in back of him that are showing baseball games, and he's, and he's going, the nation back in the postseason again. He's doing all big poppy. And he's running around, he's jumping up and down, and he's very excited about blogging. Yeah. And then he starts typing on the thing. This is not my blogging experience. No, when you blog, you don't do any of those things. No, you have I don't. No screens. You don't shout. Well, I have the screen in front of me, but I don't have these big. You don't have big screens behind screen. you. No. Now, what would you have behind you? What? I mean, he's blogging about baseball games. You're blogging about crossword. Well, I have. I have like Tyler Hinman in back of me. Yeah. Solving. That would really kind of freak me out. I'd say, I think. Tyler Hinman, back in the solving again. Yeah. October Gonzo. All right, you should try this for your next blog. You haven't seen this October Gonzo? No, did you already do, like, today's puzzle and blog about it? I did do today's puzzle, and I blogged about it. And so did you try this new blogging method? No, I don't have the screens yet. Well, you need to do that. I have to go on Dell. You have a Dell. huge screen in your living room. You have the big TV. But that's not where the computer is. It's not? Where's your computer? It used to be in that room. That was the old computer. Yeah. The new, our new computer's in the office. How long have I been gone? You've been gone quite a while. We actually. I have a beard now. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, so now it is nine. What's the year, man? <laughs> what is that? Is that from something? Yes. <laughs> what? I'll give you till the end of the episode to figure it out. That's not the clown from Seinfeld, is it? <laughs> No, it's not. <laughs> Remember John Favreau was that clown? Yes, I do. And and George was all about Bozo, and he said, You're living in the past, man. You're still stuck on some clown from the 60s, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's good stuff. Anyway, yeah. we're going to talk about crosswords. We are. Uh, you have not done Mondays or Sundays, but we can talk about last Mondays through last Saturdays. Or Tuesday. Tuesday. Which Tuesday? Last Tuesday. Any Tuesday? Last Why don't we Tuesday. just pick some Tuesday in history? Uh, How about Tuesday, November 1, 1402? Are you sure that was a Tuesday? Yes. <laughs> wow. Are you one of those people that can do that? Yes. Give me a date. Uh, 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 Medjool. Thursday. <laughs> I actually, I had this conversation once with somebody where they asked me, you know, I did some joke about the day of the week, and they asked me if I could just, you know, calculate the day uh -huh. of the week on the fly, right. and I actually quite sincerely answered, yes, I can, mm -hmm. and they said, really? I said, yeah, give me any, any date, and they picked some random date, you know, September 18th, uh -huh. you know, 204, and I said, Saturday, uh -huh. they went, wow, <laughs> like they just totally fell for it. I I was making it up. Right. I have absolutely no idea. Uh -huh. But they had no way to check my math, and they just believed me. Wow. I couldn't believe it. I wish I could remember who that was. <laughs> it wasn't me, was because, it? Because, oh, maybe it was you. No, it wasn't you. It was before I ever knew you. This was like in high school. 
What? How do people figure that? out? The people that can do that. What are they? How are they figuring that out in their head? What math are they using? It's a special kind of math. <laughs> <laughs> okay, something that I wouldn't understand. Probably not. <laughs> I'm sure. Of it, it involves Gonzo October journalism. <laughs> October Gonzo. Yeah. You haven't seen. I don't this like guy? your voice when you do this. Well, he, I don't like his voice when he does. Well, it. you're carrying on the tradition very well. <laughs> tradition. Can you play that? Well, no, not really. That's not really how it goes. Well, you know, it's my version of it. You know, there's auditions this week for a, a touring production of Fiddler on the Roof. Uh, you you <laughs> okay. should maybe go Let's in for it. Let's not start with the way you pronounce that word. What, what word? Fiddler. It's not fiddler, it's fiddler. Fiddler. It's, you're adding an extra syllable. Don't <laughs> do that. It's fiddler. Don't, don't, let's not do that. I thought you were going to say, let's not talk about you auditioning for a musical, but... Well, we shouldn't talk about that either, because I, I'm, I'm terrible at... at... But, but you would be good in Fiddler on the Roof. <laughs> I could be the Fiddler. He doesn't have to sing. You just did it. I know I did it to, to no, appease you. 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 No, you did I use a special you did kind it. of ink. <laughs> oh, did you do? What kind of ink do you use? <laughs> That's not good. Speaking of new ink, I need to get a new... Uh, this. I need to get a new color printer... Fax scanner thing. Really? Yours broke? Yeah. Oh, oh, we have a What's call. What's happening? We have a call. How do you know? It says right there, we have a... Oh, yes. Here we have a call. Hello? Hello, this is Patrick Lindauer calling. Hey, Patrick! Hello, Patrick. How are hey, you? Hey, how you doing, guys? Good. We... This is Ryan, and, and... Yeah, I'm Brian. Brian is the one holding the phone. Okay. Yeah, can you tell I'm holding the phone? Yeah, you're, you're slightly less distorted. Excellent. Oh, that's because my, my voice is channeling it. No, I think it's just because I am naturally less distorted than you. I think that might also be. How yeah. are you? I'm good. I'm good. Doing, doing fine. Doing fine. Uh, nice early uh, Monday morning. What are you doing on work? At work today, isn't it Columbus Day? Yeah, we don't uh, we don't celebrate. Uh, we don't think Columbus was uh, a national hero. Apparently, around here. <laughs> You know, I, I was talking, you know, I work in the, you, you work in the puzzle industry, I work in the music business, and I was uh -huh. talking to some people I was working with over the weekend, that these holidays don't matter to some industries, and it's really not fair. And yeah. I, I guess I mean, you're one of those. in America, I mean, you know, yeah. he was, he, he was a national treasure as far as I'm concerned. He, uh... Yeah, well, <laughs> but clearly it's not enough to keep you at home. Right, yeah, not, not, he didn't publish books enough, uh, he, he wasn't, uh, What's the publishing icon, I guess? It, I yeah. guess not. Apparently, no. musicians didn't care about him either. I, I don't think they were very popular on his boats. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. I don't think so. Um, but no, it's still a you know, it's a, it's a lovely holiday, even though not a not a work day off. I um, I, I celebrated yesterday. I actually I brought in brought in Columbus Day yesterday. <laughs> oh well, that's that's good. Now, how, how did you how did you actually do that? I'm curious. You know, little boats. I made little boats, and, yeah. and um, I didn't put them in bottles or anything. Just uh, just boats. You know, just yeah. little tiny. <laughs> out of popsicle sticks mostly oh that's good that's wow. good now I like doing that too I, I, I tend to have to eat all the popsicles first <laughs> right uh, that's the best part well that's, it is that's I, the reason the reason to, to make make things out of popsicle sticks absolutely I, I found out later in life that you can actually go to the craft store and just buy a bag of popsicle sticks that's, which oh uh, yeah that takes all the fun out of it it really does it also takes the stomach ache out of it but still the, <laughs> and they're less sticky when you, uh, when, when you, you know, that's, that's all the fun is the um, you, know, you don't need as much glue when they're Got right, little, uh, right. The dried oh, ice cream and jelly and whatnot. <laughs> Gross. Yeah, I'm so, this interview has gotten off to a brilliant. These it's are the really questions. Great. Yeah, we're uh, it's it's, it's all, all uphill from here. I Absolutely, think. we try to start as badly as possible, then, so it yeah, can exactly. only improve. 
Usually. Perfect. I oh think we're, we're we're doing doing well. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So you work at Sterling Publishing. That's right. And you 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 construct crossword puzzles. Right. Yeah. I do. Uh, I do. You know, sort of freelance, still freelance puzzle work. Uh, sell those to uh, our competitors. And uh, here at the <laughs> office, uh, we, uh, you know, I, I work on the uh, the puzzle books. Uh, you know, mostly crosswords and Sudoku books and um, maze books and chess books and just anything that, that you know comes comes down the uh, down the pipeline. I'm pretty much just uh, you know double checking and and you know getting things fact checked and whatever needs needs doing. How, how do you create a Sudoku book? I, I mean, was wondering the exact same thing. I thought you needed computers to make Sudoku. Yeah, yeah, things. you do, you do. But you, can, you can set, you can still set some, uh, some, some guidelines. You know, you can tell, tell the computer how hard you want to make the Sudoku, whether you want it to be symmetrical. There still is some, some human input, but yeah, it's, it's pretty much designed by computers. Wow. And then so what I do, like where I, because that's, you know, I'm not a, a computer programmer, so I, I use, you know, an existing program, but then what I do try to, to incorporate is, is some other elements, you know, um, uh, the, the, the couple things I've done so far, you know, combine uh, crosswords and Sudoku, and then I have one that combines um, acrostics and Sudoku, just, uh, you know, trying to, to shake it up and get, you know, get something other than just one through nine. I have to say, I have to say that right now Ryan and I are both making the same face, which is how on earth do you combine crosswords and Sudoku? Yes, right, right. Well, um, the, um, the the way the way I did it, and I'm sure there probably are, are other ways, but the way the way I did it was um, uh, you, you take a, a crossword and uh, there's some shaded squares in the middle of the grid, and um, once you complete the crossword, you transfer those shaded squares to a Sudoku grid, and that becomes those become your starting point. I wow. see. For and the for the the word Oku. Um, oh, and so it's letters, letters. It's letters instead of numbers. Oh. Right, right. And then those letters, yeah. Then then it changes, you know, each time, and you you find a, a hidden uh, nine letter word in the grid at the end. Wow, very the, clever. The gag. Yeah, and I I mean it was a fun idea, and I, I I spent um I don't know probably a good week or two trying to come up trying to make one puzzle, and uh, it was so incredibly difficult. Um, so I um. Luckily, uh, Peter knew Frank Longo and, and put us in touch, and um, that was the first thing that Frank and I did together was was Crossword Oku, uh, which is uh, on shelves now. Wow! wow. Cro- yeah. it's, and it's Crossword Crossword Cro- Oku. Cr- crossword Oku, yes, yeah, is, is what we called it. Just one word. Um, crossword Oku. Yeah. <laughs> I have to. I have one to say, um, Frank Longo. Now I've met you, but I've never met Frank Longo. But Frank Longo has a name that I've seen for a long time in magazines and things, and he kind of intimidates me. Yeah, Frank is is I would say one of the uh, the definitely the heavy hitters uh, of the of the biz. He um, he has taken the time to rank his database. Uh, same same with uh, Peter Gordon, my uh, my boss here at, at Sterling. He um, they both have, have gone through basically the entire language and assigned a number to a word. Um, Frank did one through ten, and, and Peter did one through one hundred. But uh, but yeah, they basically went through their databases and, and assigned you know you know uh, numbers to two words. And, and now that they've done that, they can make grids and, and clean up grids you know much faster than, than people like me who are just still sort of picking word by word. Now um, what even what with the computer is still picking word by word? When you say um, assign a number to a word, what, what does that exactly mean? Well, for them, for the two of them, it, it meant um, you know they gave uh, extra bonus points to um, to uh, high, uh, Scrabble, you know, letters with mm-hmm. high Scrabble value, yeah. so J's and K's and, and X's and Q's got, got get bonus points. Um, but basically, 
familiarity and, you know, whether they think the word is, is decent. Um, you know, I imagine both of them have Anoa ranked really low and, and Oreo, you know, really high as far as, uh-huh. you know, four-letter words go. Um, yeah, they, the, um, what is it? Matt Gaffney talks about, about both of their, um, their databases in uh, Gridlock, his book Gridlock. Okay. Which is good. Well, I've been working on the Frank Longo subject. I've been, I've had the uh, 25-foot crossword puzzle Oh, yeah. uh, nearby, although I, I got through, you know, the first two feet of it rather quickly, and then the next <laughs> ten feet took quite a, a, a little more time, and, and I'm stuck in the middle now without a whole lot of hope for the future. Right. Is that that's the one with the, uh, the Hamlet in the middle? Yeah, yeah, and unfortunately, I, the puzzle is also designed so that you start on the left, it starts easy, like the clues and answers are much easier, and they get more difficult as you extend further to the right. But paralleling that, I also only know the beginning of Hamlet's soliloquy. Yes. And yes, my that, knowledge that, of that, that speech that, gets... That is yeah. part of the... Yeah, that is a big big part of the, the problem. And then the second one that he did, the 25-foot-long crossword, um, it's sort of the opposite. He, uh, he the, the, the quote in the middle is JFK's inaugural speech, ah. which everybody knows the end of. Sure. So at least then, that way, when you... But the difficulty still goes left to right. So at least on that one, you get to the end and you get you get some, some help. That's um, true. But you still got to get there. Yeah, no, it's a... It's a they're both really tough, tough puzzles. They're, they're definitely um, not, and, and they wouldn't be so tough except that they replace the restriction that uh, no repeated words. Yeah, oh, right. It's it's really it's an amazing construction. That is. I, I'm in awe, and I'm in awe. I mean, you've done some really uh, remarkable constructions. I, most recently, of course, the uh, fabled dollar puzzle. Oh, thanks. Which I just got such a kick out of. I thought that was great. Yeah, when thanks I a lot. yeah, no, I heard, I heard a lot of good things. I mean, you know, the blogs people had nice things to say, and then I, I got private emails too from some of my some of my my heroes, some of my favorite constructors. So that was really nice to to know that people were, you know, were uh, appreciated the you know thinking. Not only outside the box, but just changing the box completely and making it not a box. Yeah, I, when I loaded up the New York Times applet, I figured my computer had been on the fritz. I guess maybe because I had opened a Sunday right before that, so I, I saw it all in the in the screen. Oh, so you had enlarged it already? When I did it, yeah, it was it was tiny. It was it fit in the screen when I when I did when I did, opened it. Um, uh-huh. You know the the applet, but uh, I had seen a, a sneak peek of it. You know, before that, and uh, we'll use it at the Pleasantville tournament. So oh, yeah, I uh, right. I got a little you know sneak peek, and um, it was it was pretty fun to see, and I, and I was curious to see how the answer grid the next day would affect you know would affect the layout of the puzzle, and uh, uh-huh. apparently it was not not an easy thing to uh, to lay out. You know, it was it was a challenge apparently because they they've never had never dealt with dimensions like that before. Right. So did you did you come up with that idea to to make something in the shape of a dollar and have the the elements of the dollar on the back is that yeah yeah i mean i started with um just thinking about what was you know non just non non square things that had printing on them mm-hmm. um you know i considered trying to and i still may try to do you know a, a playing card or a, a business card or oh, wow. you know something something along along those lines but the um yeah the dollar you know um it, it started out just as a, as a thumbnail sketch in in one of my books i carry around a, you know notebook uh, a la Merle Regal, and because um, you never know when when inspiration will strike. And right. um, even though I don't uh, I, I don't see see puzzles all around me, I don't think like like Merle does. I um I did I did think oh well you know staring in my my wallet one day and all I had was one dollar bills. And, <laughs> I mean it's a pretty common thing that people people know about. Uh-huh. So um, yeah, just tried to um, you know tried to incorporate it uh, into a longer a longer form. In the in the notebook initially it was just a uh, just a rectangle with the word one in each corner. Mm-hmm. 
that's how it started. And I did try to get, because on the back of the bill is, a, is the word one in giant letters, you know, right in the middle. Right. And I tried to incorporate somehow, you know, make, make that out of black squares or make, uh, you know, I, I, I tried. But um, I basically had to decide between putting one in the middle or putting in God We Trust in the middle. Because one is an odd number of letters and in God We Trust is an even number of letters. Oh, okay. Um, when I decided to put uh, the United States of America across the, the entire length of the grid, that's 24 letters long, so that sort of helped me make the decision uh-huh. to, to go with In God We Trust uh-huh. um, in the center. And then um, other things I had in there, you know, I tried, I thought about floating eye oh, or yeah, um, okay. you know, pyramid, you know, for uh-huh. the um, the left side, there's right. that, that crazy Masonic right. symbol. Right, that we all know from the Da Vinci Code. Right, right, yeah, and, and uh, it's funny because it's it's that, that this idea sat in my in, in my notebook un, undeveloped for probably a, over a year, mm-hmm. um, and uh, you know spotted it again a year later and thought, well, maybe there's maybe there's something there, um, but you know the odds of anybody doing a rectangular grid are pretty slim, um, and yet I remembered uh, Mike Stamen's puzzle. I don't know if you did it. It was a, a Sunday uh, puzzle. It was all about pool. And um, it was in the shape of a pool table. I've seen this grid. I haven't done the puzzle, but I think yeah, I read yeah. about well, it. Now that I've ruined it for you, um, <laughs> you, you really have to have probably <laughs> have no uh, <laughs> a whole less surprises for you now. But um, it's still a, a great puzzle, and uh-huh. and, and um, yeah, Mike's a, a great guy. And, and I thought, well, if he can if he can convince you know Will to uh, to go to go that route, it, it shouldn't be too hard to uh, to get him to try this if he's if he's interested at all. So mm-hmm. I I did you know. Suggested it, and he, he, he jumped on it. He, he was really excited about it, actually. Oh, cool. Well, was, yeah, yeah. So that's, you know, it's a good sign, because he's, he's seen a lot of puzzles and, you know, yeah. been around. So if, if, if he's excited about it, it's probably a good sign that, that people will, will also be and, interested and excited. And what makes you decide for a certain puzzle that, okay, this one I'm going to submit to Will, rather than I'm going to do this one for one of my puzzle books? I mean, is there a decision process, or...? Well, I mean, the... the the, the immediacy of it is that, you know, like, the, the times pays the most, even though it might take a while to get the money, it, uh-huh. it's still the highest uh, paying daily and Sunday in the okay. country. Um, putting something aside for a puzzle book, you know, I, I have started doing that with some of my some of my stuff, but it, it takes a while to accumulate that, and, you know, um, by the time it comes out, it's it's a year later, and who knows, by that time, somebody may also, may also have done it um, okay. in, the, in the paper and sort of stolen the, um, you know, the thunder a bit. Um, so for the immediacy of it, I, I, I certainly, um, you know, like going to the papers first. Um, and, uh, the sun actually, I mean, Peter's turnaround time was, was really fast as far as like, you know, getting back and stuff. Will is, uh, you know, a little slower on the, on the, uh, what do you call it? The, um, correspondence, you know, mm-hmm. end of it. Um, but, uh, but in the end it's, uh, it's such a, it's such a, a wide audience that the, you know, when you, when you're in the times, you get, you get. You know, calls from all over the country. Yeah, sure. Whereas I think basically the people that are, are solving the sun are, are really sort of puzzle insider people, right. and um, you know, know about it ahead is, of time. Is is uh, is the sun puzzle? Is that going to continue in some form? Uh, yeah, well, it's on. It's still online now, um, mm-hmm. and and Peter's got I think you know five months or so in the pipeline, and um, he's going to go ahead and, and finish those up and see how the online subscription goes. Um, I think he, he needs to get about a thousand subscribers to. Uh, to, to make it, you know, uh, worth continuing um, uh-huh. for himself. And um, so I'm, I'm definitely going to try to get, you know, some other family members that, that of mine that aren't puzzle solvers, try to get them to, uh, you know, cough up the 12 bucks to, uh, to keep it going because it's certainly a nice outlet for, for puzzle makers. And I think, um, 
people enjoy solving it as well. It's, yeah, uh, that's not a bad. That's twelve dollars for a year. Well, I think it's right now. It would be oh. for the for the remainder of for the, the remainder. proposals he has. Yeah, and then and then it would be uh, then he'd have to re to refigure out how how if he's going to do it yearly or you know right. I, I think the idea is to make it cheaper the more you get, um, you know, to encourage people to to stay in it longer and to to get you know sort of a subscriber base. Uh-huh. Um, I sure hope it takes off. I sure hope people uh, to spread the word because it's uh, it is a great puzzle, and it, I it is. would be it sad to see it go. Definitely. So, so take us through the the submitting a puzzle to to Will Shorts. You you submit an initial an initial idea, and then he gets back to you with changes, or, or? no, usually not. I mean, I, I only within these these last I would say uh, you know uh, five or six months would I have I have I sort of gotten to gotten to know Will. Um, you know, separately, and, and if, I would say would be able to actually, you know, broach a, an idea. Or um, usually, he wants to see the, the finished puzzle, and I, I usually do just send him the finished puzzle because oh, that's what he wants. Mm-hmm. And um, then, then if he likes it, he can, you know, it's already ready to go. Um, there's really not much, much back and forth uh, with him. I mean, if there's an entry that he doesn't like, you know, he might say, "This is the one that that didn't do it for me," but it's a no. I mean, this puzzle as is is a no. Um, and there have been times where I've reworked things, but for the most part, if he doesn't like it, I sort of just try to keep it as is and go to somebody else. Mm-hmm. Usually, um, usually nowadays I'm I'm able to to, to sell stuff that that he doesn't like, um, which wasn't the case just when I started. I um actually I I, I submitted for a full year um, before I got one accepted. Oh really? Wow. Yeah, yeah, and um, and I, and only to Will, so I. Um, I apologize, uh, Will, for sending you a year's worth of crappy puzzles. <laughs> and how did, how did you start constructing puzzles? Was was it something that you were interested in before, and you just? I mean, I've always. I, my dad had a subscription to Games Magazine growing up, and mm-hmm. so I did. I did grow up, you know, sort of seeing puzzles, and and but I didn't usually do crosswords. I, I would do like the. Um, you know some of the easier ones, the visual ones, or the uh, I love pencil pointers. You know the the, the fill in grids where the clues right. are in the in the grid like that um, that Frank does for the for them every month, Frank Longo. And um, but yeah, no, uh, didn't really do crosswords as as a kid, and then um, didn't didn't solve puzzles. I, I, I studied uh, theater and and didn't do puzzles at all in college. But then once I got out of college, I um, sort of thought, well, maybe I'll I'll give these a shot. And and initially I, I started it because I wanted to quit smoking cigarettes. Really? <laughs> so in the morning with my coffee, instead of having a cigarette, I would have a puzzle, uh-huh. and that uh, sort of you know was a nice way to start the day and and a good alternative and a nice healthy alternative. And uh, so that's how I actually started solving. And then after about a year of solving, I thought maybe I can you know I can make one of these and uh, realized how hard it was. And I was I was doing it by hand, and mm-hmm. it was um, making I was making tons of mistakes in, in numbering. And in oh, symmetry, sure. and uh, the word count would be too high. I mean, I learned a lot of lessons that that first year, just constantly getting rejected. Um, and I only sent to Will for some reason. I had it in my mind that if you know, once I get one sold to to the Times, I'll be good enough to to sell other puzzles other places. Right. Um, which what turned out to be you know kind of true because Will is the pickiest and he sees the most submissions per week. And so if you can get through. You know, through that, you can pretty much, uh, you know, sell to anybody. Mm-hmm. And, and some of those puzzles that he rejected, I did end up, you know, selling, either reworking or not, and, and selling them to, to other other markets. Um, and that's a big, big moment when you realize that the Times isn't the only fish in the sea. Even right. though they pay the most, and even though they have the biggest uh, audience, they're not the only place to sell puzzles. Right. Um, so, yeah. 
What, what was that? What was that like? Just opening up the paper and seeing your first puzzle in there. Well, that was yeah, that was exciting. I actually, I was I was in the um, in the mountains in uh, Colorado the day the first day it came out. It was uh, it was July twenty first, two thousand six. No, mm-hmm. five, two thousand five. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and that first day, yeah, no, I actually I got an email from uh, from Miles Callum, who I had been. Uh, had met through email and, and we've been exchanging some some ideas and and so he actually was the first person to write me. I, I got up in the morning and checked the email and that was the first. I didn't go to the puzzle first. I went to the email first. Uh-huh. So that was the first that I even knew that it was in the paper. Was somebody said congratulations. Oh, so you didn't you did Will doesn't give you like a date when it's going to show up. But just... no, no, that's the thing. You get an acceptance and then it could be you know years wow. before you actually before it sees print and and uh, and you get paid so yeah it's like every you know once you like i know i for right now right now for example i know i have a thursday in the pipeline so every thursday i'm like you know is it today how about today is it this week? no mm, still not oh so you, know? you learn what day of the week it is just not you know what week of the year right yeah yeah so it's a little uh, it's it's a, you play the waiting game and that's that the waiting is the hardest part just like the just like the song says i'm i, I have to say patrick i'm looking at this thursday july 21st 2005 puzzle right now I've just uh, brought it up on we, we we have the internet available here yes in our, yes in that, that is the right date, right that was me <laughs> yes this is this looks very cool and Thanks. Yeah, that was a fun one. Yeah, it would have baffled the hell out of me. I don't think I ever. I would have just lost my mind with that middle row, uh, and I probably would have uh, yelled at myself and said, "Oh, I'm very stupid. I don't know anything." And uh, I don't know if I ever would have solved it. Yeah, that was that was a fun one. And um, I, I, looking back at it too, I, I, I noticed that it's it's one of the few puzzles that I have that goes actually under the word count, the, the maximum word count. So I was apparently trying to show off and and really uh, you know get some get some uh, attention with that one. And, and luckily it, it, it caught his eye and he went for it. It was uh, it was definitely a fun one to, to do. And I have done a few others, uh, not exactly like that, but but certainly where I. I guess it just comes from as a solver. I don't like quote puzzles very much, right, so right. I, I try to incorporate, you know, uh, some, do something else with it. And usually, it's, it means putting it into code of some sort. Well, I, I like it. It, it I, I like your themes. I like very much. They're, they're, they, they do break the mold. They're not what you're looking for, and they're unusual and surprising. And this thank you, one, thank you. yeah, I, I took a lot of. Uh, I mean, that first year of solving the, um, I, I remember the first Thursday I solved happened to be a Rebus puzzle, and it. it it was. It's one of the most evil rebuses I've ever seen. Where the um, it was a turn. The, the turn was the was the in in one square, and the answer actually turned ninety degrees at oh that God. point. Oh. So like Saturn's rings was one of. Oh, them I've that, done that this one. Down and then turn. Yeah, it was really. I did one this by, one. Uh, Jim oh. Janista and uh, I don't know if it's his brother or it, two two Janista guys did it. Uh, but, um, I had the worst time with that one. It took yeah, me forever. Yeah. I, I couldn't figure it out. No, I, I ended up looking at the answer. I had blank squares, and I ended up looking at the answer the next day and thinking, they could do that? They can put multiple letters in a square? <laughs> you know, like that was the that was the, the, the moment I thought, oh, boy, you know, they really, things are crazy, and, and crazier in crossword land than I, than I suspected. <laughs> and, um, and shortly after that, uh, I saw Patrick Merrill did his uh, fantastic 10 things wrong with this puzzle puzzle. Yes, um, which was amazing, and uh, and that one I thought, okay, I've got this figured out. You know, there's only nine mistakes, and the tenth mistake is that there is no tenth mistake. <laughs> but wow. I just hadn't found it yet. I didn't. Uh, I didn't spot it. So, do you try to start with with uh, a theme or a gimmick, um, and then and then create the puzzle from there, or or 
Yeah, the theme for me is, is key. I mean, I, I have tried to make a few themelesses, and, and it's definitely a different set of skills. It's definitely a different beast. And um, I, I haven't given up hope, but I, I certainly enjoy coming up with themes, and themes to me make you know make the puzzle really unique. Um, and, and I still try to fill it with interesting words, but I, it, it is a theme for me that, that holds the most you know, uh, interest and the most enjoyment. I, and I know when I come up with a good theme that it's, you know, that it's, it's something that'll be, that'll be fun to solve and, and hopefully something, something to, to think about afterward too, because yeah, I mean, I just, nobody wants to have a forgettable puzzle and, and, right. um, you know, I, I try to avoid, uh, the, you know, like the, the things that don't interest me, you know, the, the quote puzzles I pretty much avoid unless I, I'm doing something crazy with it. I pretty much avoid, um, word that can come before, the first part of blank, 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 and blank. You know those those themes yep. don't right. don't really don't really hold much interest for me. Uh-huh. Um, so it is it is tricky to find something that I'm I want to work on um, that is also accessible. And you know I I got into a thing for a while early on. I, I thought it was would be the if I try to stay current. If I try to find something that you know is really you know just just happened in the news and make a theme about about that or you know whatever. But uh, problem with that is that, that by the time it hits paper, it's out of date. Right. It's, it's so passe or, you know, it's, um, and then if, then think about the shelf life as it, if it gets turned into a book, you know, I can, I can see now, Will says he, he wants puzzles to last about five years or so, you okay. know, to have that, have that longevity. Um, and if your theme is, is topical, it's not going to have that. So that's where the, that's why the, the fill is topical. You uh-huh. know, the short words are the, are the topical part. You can get in your, your latest Usain, Usain Bolt or, you know, whatever, and um, right. and the theme stays. You know, luckily, wordplay is timeless. So, uh, you know, pal- palindromes aren't, aren't going to be, are going to be just as, as fresh as, or as stale as they were, you know, five <laughs> years from now, that they are uh, today. So. Well, I guess, I guess the, the exception to that rule would be the, the infamous, uh, what was it, the Clinton and uh, Bob Dole? Right, right, Clinton Dole puzzle. Uh, yeah, the election day puzzle. No, it's true. I mean, something like an election... Yeah, I mean that really plays on your your expectations. I guess that's what that's what I, I look for too in themes is is something that defies the expectation of oh you know you're gonna you're not gonna there's no such thing as you know unchecked letters or you're not supposed to have two letter words and um, the election day puzzle in a way really emphasized that because you you expect there to be one right answer. Uh-huh. Right, and, right, uh huh. Right. Right. And it was so yeah, it was really inventive and and of course there've there've been other people that have. Uh, on that you know similar type thing there was a black white one and there was a you know um i'm trying to think there was this one other one other one that, that sort of did that that had oh well patrick berry did a did a report card puzzle where the um the letters in the middle you know you could give yourself a better grade oh really either a b or an a yeah or a c or a b like they had and it had multiple crossings yeah it was it was pretty amazing just like everything he does wow um, He's a real inspiration. I mean, it's a, uh, it's, it's great to have, you know, this, the, the, the muscle memory, or you know, you see a constructor's name and you go, oh, you know, this is get ready. This is somebody I like, and uh, and I certainly, you know, have my favorites and and uh, and look forward to, uh, you know, to seeing seeing people's names on puzzles. Right. Who, who are some of your favorites then? Um, let's see. Uh, I mean, Patrick Barry and Patrick Merrill are, are were two is inspirational that just guys. Is that just because the names are Patrick? Yeah, the fact that we all are named Patrick does it probably is, was was another reason that I, I like them. But no, they they definitely, you know, I, they did the kind of puzzles that I wanted to do and that I uh-huh. that I was excited about. Um, 
you know that basically everybody in, in Cross Energy that I'm that I'm, I'm working with there is uh, are fantastic. Uh, you know, Rich Norris and Kat, and uh, Nancy Solomon mm-hmm. and um, you know um, Mel Rosen and, and Bob Kahn is a big favorite. Um, David Kahn is also uh, you know a favorite of mine and, and Byron Walden. Um, yeah, I, I just you know people just bring so much of of themselves, and as you get to know the the people, I find their puzzles get easier uh, just because you. Uh, you know, you, you start to know. Oh, they, he loves the letter Z, or uh, you know, um, certainly you know, Karen Tracy puzzles. You're, you're looking for for names with lots of scrabbly letters in them, mm-hmm. and that's uh, the kind of thing that you. I, I just it's it's fun to, to get that sense of familiarity with with the solvers. You know, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, you know, you're doing a Kathy Milhauser, you're going to laugh right. a few times because she's got such a great great sense of humor. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's 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 neat to to get to learn the. Uh, Well, I I know when I see Bob Klon, I know that I need to get uh, a drink and maybe a (laughs) snack because I'm not going anywhere for a while. Yeah, yeah, Bob is Bob is just uh, one of the best. I mean, not only are his his puzzles great, but it's really the cluing where he 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 takes it to the next level. I think, you know, he 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 never resists the opportunity to to be sneaky. Yeah, definitely. Even on a short word that you've seen a million times. So now, so you have. Crossword Doku out, and what else? What else have you got out on the shelves currently? Um, right now in stores, um, I've uh, I've got a couple of kids books and a couple adult books. Um, the um, the adult books that I have out, I have a sit and solve book, which is the, the little toilet shaped uh, books there by the uh, by the the rack, you know, by the uh, cash register. Uh-huh. Um, and my, the one that I did of those is called uh, Sit and Solve Straight Ahead Mazes, which are logic logic mazes. Mm-hmm. Um, Basically, where you you go forward until you hit the wall, and then you have to turn left or right. Um, you can't make immediate lefts or rights. So you always have to go straight until you hit the wall. That's the those kind of mazes. Wow. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Like a little labyrinth, like a little labyrinth game where the ball would would roll. Um, kind of like those. And then uh, yeah, Crossroadoku is the other adult book that I have out that's already out. Um, the next one that's coming out, it's already uh, it's back from the printer, but it's still being distributed across the uh, across the stores. I'm looking for the release date here i don't see it but it's a uh, it's double doku it's called um double hyphen doku and that one i did i did by myself and that's the one that combines acrostics with sudoku so wow. you solve um some clues and, and answer you know the, the clues there and put them on numbered letters the numbered letters get transferred to the wordoku grid and you you solve the wordoku um and the the, the overlying um kind of the, the fun thing about that one is the first letter of every clue is missing and once you fill those in, it makes a, a meta clue, like a big, you know, super clue. And hidden in the Wordoku grid at the end is the answer to that wow. clue. So it ties it all together, you know, so it's a nice little package. And um, that's uh, that's due out um, here in a couple months. And then for the kids' books I did, I'm basically doing a lot of um, Hasbro-branded stuff. We uh, Here at Sterling, we have a deal with Hasbro um, to use their you know, some of their, their branded content. So I did a uh, Barrel of Monkeys mazes. It's called Barrel of Monkeys Banana-Rama mazes, where you, <laughs> g- you get in, you get the banana, and you get back out. Um, I did a, uh, a Shoots and Ladders maze book called Shoots and Ladders Upslide Down mazes. Uh-huh. And um, they, uh, you know, you, you, can, you get in and, uh, and go up the, up the ladders and down the chutes and, and get out. Um, I did a couple of sticker books as well for, for the kids' department, which... Um, One's called Boggle Junior Sticker Word Puzzles, and the other is Scrabble Sticker Word Puzzles. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, instead of, uh, you know, basically for the uh, the four to six, you know, five to seven-year-olds, um, 
just learning to read, but you know, aren't really good with the pencil yet. You're, you're letting them use stickers and solve these puzzles using the um, stickers that are shaped like uh, Scrabble tiles or Boggle cubes. I'm I'm totally going to get these for my nephew. Oh, good. Yeah, uh, and 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 the fun, I mean, even for the adults, even if they don't want to do the puzzles, like I'm I'm in lo- you know just love having stickers shaped like uh, Scrabble tiles. <laughs> now, Patrick, while you've been telling us about this, I've had uh, an Amazon.com page loaded up on my computer here, and looking at I uh, looked up your name. Oh, cool. And uh, also found one that I I may just have to get because it looks fascinating. The Clue Sudoku. Yes, yes. Uh, Clue Sudoku is is uh, not not coming out till December. Uh, well, that may be on my Christmas list. Oh, I'm good. Have to tell my uh, wife yeah, to get me that. It's, um, it's yeah. They're 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 basically um, you know clue puzzles with uh, I mean Sudoku puzzles with uh, a, a clue um, theme. Um, so basically, you've got your um, your killers along the one side, you've got weapons along the other side, and each area of the Sudoku is a room in the in the mansion. I love it. And when you uh, by by solving the Sudoku, you you figure out who killed Mr. Body where and with what weapon. So it's a little just a little tie-in <laughs> to the uh, to the Clue uh, franchise. And um, this is actually going 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 to be using the what they're going to call classic Clue, which is the ones that that we grew up with. You know, Miss Scarlet in in, in the hall with the uh, with the candlestick. Yes. They've actually they've actually just just given Clue a facelift. Hasbro has. Really? Yeah, yeah, now, it's yeah. It's now oh, set yeah. in a uh, in a Hollywood mansion, and nobody. Ha- uh, they're all going by just their last names, so it's just Scarlet, Green, Plum, hmm. and they're all. Um, they're at the mansion. They've added um, in, instead of a billiards room, it's now like the spa. I don't. And, I have to say, I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm on the fence myself. I'm I mean, a little bit of a purist when it comes. Yeah, to... Yeah, yeah. It was so clean. good, you know. If it ain't broke. Um, <laughs> But they uh, they they've decided to you know try this out and give it a give it a go. Um, a couple other changes with some cards, a deck of cards that a- adds little moves and uh, and can you know maybe kick you out of the game at any point. Uh, it's interesting. It's uh, it's interesting. But no, this is this is classic Clue. Um, well, so it's 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 all your favorites. Colonel Mustard, not just Mustard. Oh, thank God! I need <laughs> yeah. the, I need I need a little Colonel going on as well. Now, right. also on the list of uh, what you find when you look up your name on Amazon.com is uh, a whole lot of a beautiful mind. Yes, yes. I uh, I had a line in a beautiful mind. You back, did back in the day. Yep, yep. I uh, I had I had one line. Two days on the set. Um, is actually the scene where um where uh, Russell Crowe's character meets Jennifer Connelly's character in the classroom there. And uh, I start out the scene by saying, can you leave one open, Professor? It's really hot, sir. Talking about the windows. Uh-huh. And she, she uh, in the scene, Jennifer Connelly's character uh, ends up closing, the, or ends up opening the window to uh, so they can get some fresh air, and she, she sweet-talks the uh, construction workers outside. So that's the, that's the scene oh, I'm in. I remember, but, uh, I remember okay. Jennifer Connelly and sweet-talking the construction workers. I... I have to be honest. I I don't know that I remember your line, but I'll watch the movie again and look. Yeah, for check it. it out. Yeah, that, that, don't don't blink. You will you will miss it. it <laughs> yeah. uh, it's at the very beginning of that scene, and uh, the line is, and then I am in the foreground uh, as they zoom in on on Jennifer Jennifer Connelly, um, and yeah, that's basically all I remember from those two days as well is Jennifer Connelly and her being out the window. Yeah, I, I would have to imagine that Jennifer Connelly doing just about anything is going to obliterate any other memories of the recent past. Pretty much, pretty much. I mean, I, I've sort of, you know, had a uh, had a crush on her when, you know, we were, we were both kids in Labyrinth, basically. Uh, you know, I was I was in the Labyrinth with her when she was in that, I don't know if you know that movie. But, uh, I, I know the movie. You, you were yeah. in Labyrinth with her. Well, not really, but, you know, I was, I, she, I think I had a bit of a, a bit of a crush and, uh, 
so to be able to stare at her for a few days was, was certainly and they paid me for the privilege and even I still, better I still get like you know I got I, I think I got like 80 bucks uh, you know a couple couple weeks ago just for like resale to TV and you know uh, wow. straight to video or you know video sales or whatever they just keep adding up you know two or three cents here and there I guess it, it adds, still adds up so that's that's fun. Wow. So you seem like you have a fantastic life. <laughs> things are coming along. Yeah, I, think, I don't know if I, you know, I, I, I've, I should probably buy more lottery tickets, but it's, no, it's, it's been real nice. I, uh, things have, have, have seemed to work out, and um, uh, yeah, it's just, um, I'm just a lucky guy. Yeah. Ryan, I think you, you, you kind of want to be Patrick. I think you? I do oh. want to be Patrick. <laughs> I think for Halloween, maybe. You maybe should I be will Patrick. be. Maybe I will be Patrick for Halloween. <laughs> well, the Halloween is coming up, so... <laughs> It, it is. If it you is. like, you can get you know just get some get some some glasses and a little you know a little goatee and uh, <laughs> some crossword puzzles and you'll be you'll be rocking. Yeah, right. He's like, who are you? I'm Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> you can pass out pass out copies of uh, of my books and, and my puzzles if you like. Sure. Just, sure. Uh, just don't uh, yeah don't don't tell anybody at, at the office. Uh, I won't. Well, we should let you get back to work. It's not like it's a holiday or anything. No, that's true. It's not a holiday, and and yeah, there are uh, there's a, a book of Washington Post crosswords on my desk, just waiting to, uh, to to get off to the test solvers. So I uh, I need to uh, shake it back. But thanks so much, guys, for uh, for well, taking the time. Thank, and uh, thank you for stopping by. You bet. You bet. Anytime. Um, you know, maybe uh, the next time next time I make a, a rectangular grid, we can um, we can have another chat. Yeah, that sounds perfect. Sounds great. Thank, okay. Thank you so much, Patrick. You bet. You bet. Take care, and okay. uh, we'll, t- we'll talk to you later. We'll All talk right. to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Patrick Blindauer. Patrick Blindauer, who has a much more versatile resume than I really thought. I yes. mean, looking at that Amazon list, like I he's know. also in six episodes of Strangers with Candy, he was. which he was. I, I've never seen the show, actually. No, you'd like the show. I don't know that I would. I like uh, Amy Sedaris. I think she's funny, but I think she's funny when she's her. Like when I've seen her on Letterman and stuff, yes. I think she's funny. But I think you'd like the show. I used I saw trailers for it and I just thought. Did you oh see trailers God. for the movie or the show? No, for the TV show. I think you should give it a chance. I don't know if I should. Patrick Blindauer is in it. Well, I would be more likely to give it a chance because Patrick is in it than because of any trailer for it. Okay, so but Patrick is in it. I know, but I'd have to find the specific six episodes that he's in. I don't well, know if I want to commit Stephen to the whole Colbert series. Stephen Colbert is in it. Stephen Colbert is in it. Yes. Does he play Stephen Colbert? Who does he play? No, he plays a teacher. He but he was an actor before he was, like, funny? No, well, he, he and Amy Sedaris and this other guy who... Patrick Blindauer. N- no, not Patrick <laughs> Blindauer. Another guy, they were... Th- the three of them were like a comedy team. Oh. I, you know, I'm talking about something that I don't really 100% know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I love it when so you I'm do that. So I'm probably going to stop. Okay. But it's a funny show. All right. Um, How many episodes have you seen? I've seen most of them. Yeah, did you know Patrick Blindauer was in it? Not at the time. Well, see. But I think I'm more inclined to see it again. I remember the Jennifer Connelly out the window scene from A Beautiful Mind. Well, of course you do. Sure. Sure. Jennifer Connelly. Out the window. I know. (laughs) That was a good movie, A Beautiful Mind. I I liked that movie. I didn't care for it. No, I liked it. I did think Patrick was good, though. Yeah, Patrick was great in it. (laughs) Uh, We're going to totally watch that. Uh, We should. Yeah, just that scene, though. We should try to get the, you know, we should get the scene, and we should, we should get the audio and we should put it we should put his line oh maybe we'll do that in the show maybe although uh, maybe by now we have already done it at the beginning of this episode maybe we already have done it i don't know if we have though in <laughs> case we haven't let's just say here that we might not do it we might not have have done it we we might have not done it have not have done we it we may n- what huh so for the second 
show in a row, we have somebody much, much smarter than us on the show. Yep. Who knows much more about crosswords. Yep. And is much more successful at it. Yep. Well, look at us. Look, let's see if we can keep this streak alive. <laughs> I'm sure it won't be that difficult. <laughs> I bet we could do it for years. <laughs> we could probably do a daily show for years and find somebody. I mean, I, I can think, in my own family, there's uh, at least three people who right. uh, I, I think would exceed me in all of these skills. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, do we should we go over some puzzles? Or, uh, I mean, it's already we're already 47 minutes in. Maybe Maybe this is good. I think maybe this is enough. I think that people are more interested in interviews than in puzzles. They've already done the puzzles. Who uh, cares? Do you want the to... best puzzle of the week was the Patrick Blindauer dollar puzzle. Are you you're not going to tell me the tell the shim story? The shim story. Oh, wait a minute. Our phone is about to ring again. Who is that? It's my wife. So what does that mean? So we're going to put you on a commercial break, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be back in just a moment. Can we leave one open, Professor? It's really hot, sir. Your comfort comes second to my ability to hear my own voice. Okay. We're back and for, we're back. We're back from commercial. That yeah, was a, that Patrick was a, came in again. I know. That was amazing. <laughs> that was bizarre. We flashed back, like, what, nine years. And, Pat, uh, Patrick came a, back. Russell Crowe was here. Russell Crowe was here. Jennifer he was, Connelly is leaning out our window. She is. He, and there's actually construction know, going on outside. That. That's very bizarre. <laughs> anyway, so we didn't... We talked about... Uh, the dollar puzzle. Yes. And that's it. That's it. Um, I think it's another good show. I think it was, the shows are better when we do less and have other people on. Right. The that's, smarter... I also find that my puzzles do better when I do less and have other people solve them. Interesting. Yeah. I think that's... Uh, it's true in my job, too. Uh, when I do less music and other people play more notes, that's better. It's definitely true in my job. Yeah. My job, which is much, much worse than Patrick Blindauer's job. Yeah. Your am, job is worse than Patrick Blindauer. I am now incredibly... I was jealous of Patrick Blindauer before, but now I really am. Yeah. I think I might go as him as for Halloween and stay him at least through the new year. Yeah? Yeah. All right. Well, that sounds uh, weird. Yeah. But okay. It does sound a little weird. Yeah, it certainly does. And <laughs> Patrick may never speak to you again now. He may not. <laughs> <laughs> so this is it. So we, you're back in town. So we're doing this. It's every Monday. It's every Monday for the foreseeable future. Every Monday until you turn into Patrick Lindauer, <laughs> <laughs> which won't be too long for now. No, no. Uh, Happy so, Halloween. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, and this will. Why am I saying this will be up on the on the blog soon? I mean, if you're listening to it, it's up on the blog. Probably. Goodbye.